Hello everybody and welcome back to the Marketing Freaks podcast. In this week's episode, I'm joined by Vince Norris, our senior PPC account manager, who is by all intents and purposes an absolute genius at all things paid search. So he's very kindly agreed to come on the podcast and share his take on where PPC is going. So if you're running Google Ads through 2024, and want to know what's going to generate you the best return, then please do listen to this episode, and I very much hope you find this useful. And let's get started. <laughs> do the partridge uh, vocal warm-ups in a minute. Yeah, if you can. Because <laughs> I do the intros to these separately. We're basically chatting, but you don't know if we started or not. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking that. Yeah, you're, just, like you're, weird, trying, to, you're trying to trick me. It's a weird mind game. But if I yeah. sat here and went, you ready, Vince? You'd yeah. like... Yeah, it's, like, you sure you're ready? It's like when you wrap a treat up, uh, like a medication kind of pill for your dog up in a bit of ham. Do you know what I mean? It's they like always know. It's psychological warfare is what it is. But they always know it's in there. Yeah. Deep down. Yeah. My dog does anyway, I don't know, because it's really thick. There's a look in their eyes. <clears throat> I, don't I, know how he, I don't know how he knows that, but then like doesn't know just useful Sit. stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So Vince, we're going to be talking about PPC, your take on PPC, where you think PPC is going, um, and just generally kind of what what you think people should be doing when they're advertising on Google compared to maybe what they think they should be doing. That's okay. the gist of it. So yeah, Vince, um, obviously you're relatively fresh to the team. Uh, you've been here a bit now, but it's still relatively new. First time on the podcast, so who are you? Yeah, so so I'm I'm the kind of I, I head up the PPC team at Overdrive. Um, so yeah, been been at Overdrive just over a couple of months now. Um, I'm kind of a self-proclaimed kind of PPC nerd. Um, I've been doing Google Ads for just over seven years now. Um, worked in kind of in-house and agency sides um, and for, across various different industries too. Uh, I've dabbled a bit in paid social like SEO and email, but PPC is my baby. Um, so so yeah. Excellent, excellent. What is it? Was it that you like about PPC? Because um, I think compared to some, like you actually love it, which is really cool. But like, what is it that you love about it? Because I love it. I've, I honestly think it's such a great channel to work on. It's it's really interesting. There's loads of changes happening, and it's quite exciting. But what what is it that you love about it? I think I think for me personally is I'm a very black and white person and a lot and I'm quite impatient as well. So I, with PPC, the results are relatively quick if you can get it right, mm-hmm. and I like that. And I'm not a very creative person, um, so anything to do like arts, crafts, you know, that kind of thing, I just absolutely despise. And PPC certainly doesn't really have that yet anyway um so so yeah and I, I for me i kind of see it as a bit of a almost like a bit of a game like when i'm optimizing an account and i just yeah i get a good feeling when the graphs are kind of all going upwards like this it's um yeah it's good so i it, think yeah yeah it's a great buzz isn't it <clears throat> I, I totally get the uh impatience thing because working in seo for <clears throat> sorry working in seo for probably like 10 years prior to really like focusing on paid yeah the the fact that with ppc or paid social any paid platform really that you can set your ad up you can run it and you'll know not instantly but you know pretty quickly if it's working you can get results in really quickly it is 
awesome. Yeah, 100%. I think it's one of those where, yeah, you can get some really quick wins and you can get some success quite quickly, but it's also important to still have that longer-term strategy in place. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you you know, you could have a great start and then quite quickly fall behind. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally, totally. So um, what's your take on where PPC is at, at the moment? Because it's a dramatically different uh, game compared to a year ago, two years ago, certainly when you started. So what's your take on where it's at now and what it is and what the actual... You mentioned the word game. Like, what what is it that it's all about now? I think now, yeah, it's, it, as you said, it's changed a lot. Um, certainly since when you know I first started. I think when I first started, it was very much kind of manual, granular bidding. Um, you know, almost on a daily basis, looking at the keywords and adjusting. Uh, you know, based on the data that's in front of you, mm. and kind of the smart bidding strategies were only just really coming into play. Whereas now. And, and and they weren't, you know, they weren't very good. They weren't sophisticated at that point. Whereas now they are sophisticated and it is best practice to use like, the machine learning and the smart bidding. Um, I think having a lot of trust or having more trust in Google is is important and a bit of a, a mindset change that PPCers have to have in the industry for sure. But also not giving Google too much leeway um, because it will ruin your account. <laughs> I think this is one of the the biggest skills at the moment is understanding what to hand over and what to retain control on. And if you retain too much control, it kind of doesn't work and it doesn't get enough stuff. And if you give too much control away, as we've seen before and other accounts we've looked at, it's just like mayhem. And it's a really fine balance. And it's almost, I think, a really someone who's really really great at PPC develops a bit of a sixth sense for for that line and where that line sits. Yeah, a hundred percent. I I agree. Yeah, it's it's a balancing act um, for sure. And the machine learning is great because you know Google has tons and tons and tons of data, but you you just need to manage it in the right way. Um, an analogy that I always come back to is. Um, the kind of old school toy cars that you get where you, you kind of you drag them back so their wheels kind of are in reverse along a table, you let them go and the car shoots off. And if you think of that car as the machine learning um, and you leave it to its own devices, what, what often happens is it will fall off the table and it will be, you know, the car will be kind of on its, on its back overturned um, or, or it will eventually just stop you know, the momentum will stop. And I think having that kind of human element to, to make sure that the machine learning is managed kind of properly is really important because you can kind of tap the car to keep it on the table as it's going along, um, uh, just to carry on with that analogy. And then also once it's, you know, once it does come to a stop, you can just go again with a new split test or new keywords or whatever it might be. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's like um, a plane can land itself on autopilot, but I damn as hell want a pilot in the front making sure it's doing the right thing yes and and actually just to carry on with that analogy <laughs> like you wouldn't get on a plane without a pilot would you even though the plane could technically land itself i'll i'll pay whatever extra it is per seat to make sure there's a human being in the front just double checking that everything's going to plan yeah it wouldn't surprise me if that's a ryanair optional extra at some point you <laughs> yeah. know pay two pound extra to get make sure pilot. human beings on board yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's actually another kind of PPC analogy, um, just speaking of kind of pilots and planes and things like that, now that you mention it, is like 
you can have kind of a more um you know kind of easy jet commercial airline pilot where you're kind of letting the machine do most of the job but you're still there to kind of you know make sure that everything's obviously safe and the account's running well and also like for things like black friday or any kind of any um any industry that's really really competitive like a fighter pilot kind of style of ppc where you can go quite aggressively after you know for example competitor keywords and things like that um so so yeah it's about kind of making sure you're doing adopting the right approach at the right time yeah totally yeah absolutely you've got loads of analogies up your oh yeah well for ppc yes (laughs) too many but it's quite impressive (laughs) um so what what is it that advertisers should be doing to get success now because you look at performance max and you look at every all like you go and read the google material around it and obviously pmax was kind of set up to help advertisers run campaigns um as simply and quickly as possible i think the reality is quite different so if you've got let's say you've got a new advertiser they come in and they want to start doing ppc what what sort of things would you be suggesting nowadays to get or have the best chance of success yeah, I think if you're if you're if you're a small business owner and you're kind of looking to get into it, or medium business owner, and you have never done it before, I would say just seek advice from professionals straight away because Google will kind of guide you into that performance max automation, unlimited budgets, um, you know, and it will it, it will get you to just spend as much money as possible. It doesn't really have Google doesn't really have the advertisers' best interests at heart. I would say in that sense. So always chat to a professional first and obviously do your research. Um, I think that's absolutely key. Yeah, big time, big time. And it's kind of, it's knowing what, because going straight into PMAX might be the right thing to do for some businesses if it's done in the right way, but for others, definitely not. And it's, it's all about knowing what decisions to make and when, isn't it? I think, and, you know, with... With PMAX, we see it work really well for some brands and not so well for others. So what what is it that you think the difference is there? Or like what type of businesses do you think Performance Max is good for? Which ones would you say steer clear on that type of campaign? I would say PMAX is really good for e-commerce businesses. Um, I think I think the creative needs to be right. Um, you know, for the YouTube and display placements, of course. Um, and, you know, in my experience, about 80% of the revenue kind of um, coming through PMAX has still been Google Shopping anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I think from a lead gen perspective, it's still got some way to go. Um, it may look great in the interface. The CPA may be really low. But from quality. What, yeah, I found that the quality of lead is, is often been lacking. Um, and that's why it's important for us as an agency to make sure we're consistently getting that feedback from the client because obviously if we're sending a report saying, oh, this is great, the conversion rate's up, CPA's down, but all of the leads have been rubbish, then... It's not serving any purpose, is it? Exactly. Yeah. Not adding the value there. So yeah. so I think that's really important. Um, but obviously with offline conversion um, imports, then, you know, it can still work for lead gen. Um, but But I think that that element is key to make sure yep. that you're you're importing those offline conversions so you're bidding towards the quality of the lead and, and not just quantity. Yep. 
where do you so what's the best practice with pmax because there's there is actually quite a lot you can do to manipulate it isn't there but again you can either do do a lot to shape it and as you say guide that ai and guide the learning process through or you could just give it some money and let it run wild so what do you think are the best practices in terms of getting that guidance into the system I think kind of straight off the bat, the first thing I'd say is to exclude brands um, from, from PMAX. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's always dependent on, you know, business by business case. But as a general rule, yeah, get rid of brand from PMAX. Make sure that you've got a brand campaign that that is dedicated, obviously, to those brand keywords because PMAX is, it is great in terms of the reach it gets and the performance it can get. But in order to grow your revenue as a business... There's no point in your performance match campaign just spending on brand terms. Which it will do. It definitely will do, yep. Unless you control it like that, yeah. Of course. So I think straight away that's really important. Um, Also segmenting out different kind of um, creatives for for different audiences is, of course, really, really important. Sounds obvious, but a lot of businesses don't do that. I think still a lot of advertisers and businesses use PMAX as a bit of a set and forget. Right, yeah. Um, but, it, you know, similar to paid social, it's a really good platform to actually test the different creatives on, on, on different users as well, and the different messaging. Um, and, of course, we can, we can actually implement scripts in the, P, in the interface now for PMAX, which helps us report on that a bit better, um, which we didn't have initially. It is, it is evolving, isn't it? It's getting there. Yeah, it's definitely getting there and it's heading in the right direction, So, which is yeah. good. Um, yeah, I think when it first came out, a lot of advertisers or a lot of people in the PPC space, and myself included, were quite frustrated at Google. Um, but now now it is evolving and now it is heading in the right direction. It's starting to get a, a little bit of trust back, which is good. Yeah, definitely. But I just, I just feel like it's such a completely different thing to like a search campaign of old and you like you really have to understand the technology behind it and what what it actually is and how it actually works and how the learning process works and how the ai works and how the automated bidding works and how the placements work and how all the signals work and everything otherwise you've got no chance because the game it's all about how you yeah you you um you take advantage and manipulate it to get the best performance isn't it and but you can't do that unless you understand it. But that's a totally different job to setting up an ad group with 10 keywords, setting up another ad group with 10 slightly different keywords, and it's just completely different, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it, I think it's one of those things where I think I was quite lucky in that I kind of started doing PPC at quite a good time where smart bidding was only just coming into play because I had that experience of doing kind of the the kind of really manual work of, old school. of yeah the old school stuff so it kind of helped me understand the principles of kind of the bidding signals a bit better whereas i think if you're coming into it now it's just like oh i'll set this bidding strategy because it because i know it works but you i, just, I don't know granted, why don't you yeah yeah whereas yeah you're right when you're manually doing all that work you're almost trying to manually do what pmax is trying to do now automatically but you've actually kind of had your hands on it. Exactly, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. good experience, isn't it? So where do you think, P, well, PPC, Google Ads, where do you think it's going? Like, 
What do you think the outlook for next year is like? Um, I think... I think automation will carry on being king for Google. It's something that they're obviously really pushing. Um, I think Pmax and now obviously demand gen, which is relatively new, those two campaign types in particular will continue to evolve. Um, I think Google wants that kind of all-encompassing kind of campaign type, and it's going to keep driving advertisers towards that. I think from kind of a, a PPCer perspective, it's important to embrace that but also be wary of it and yeah make sure that we're kind of clued up on what we can control um you know always talking to our google reps about any extra insights we can get um because some you know sometimes it happened last year actually where you couldn't um do brand exclusions or keyword exclusions from your pmats campaign yeah. unless you asked your google rep yeah. directly yeah and it's like okay that's what it's like when they launched wasn't it so you had to ask your rep to exclude brand terms yeah and and i only found that out via a ppc subreddit (laughs) (laughs) so um, which is which is why i think it's so important to obviously keep on top of these trends because you can't miss miss out on things like that totally um and you know ultimately your business or your client or whoever something like that could be so so important and vital to them so yeah do you think that's probably the biggest piece of advice is just continuously having your ears to the ground yeah, but not just signing up to like three newsletters that you never read on a Monday morning. You know, actually going out there and looking yourself, yeah. um, I think is really important. And and obviously, if you're working, you know, agency side um, or even even in house, to be fair, raising that to the right people, whether that's your clients or your stakeholders. Yeah. You know, oh, Google's rolled out this update. This is going to impact X, Y. Yeah. Have you got any recommendations on what where where people should go for good sources of regular and uh, up-to-date updates um so for me i use kind of the ppc chat hashtag on twitter or x um i think that's really really useful and there's um quite a lot of industry leaders who are really vocal on that yeah um so you know just giving them a follow um straight away you'll kind of obviously see that um that's been the main source for me reddit which i've mentioned and, and linkedin as well um and then there's you know other other sources like search engine land and, and things like that which which are really really good yeah i think twitter is always sorry x brackets formerly known as <laughs> close brackets uh i think that's always been like such a great source of like instant information and if you're keeping the keeping an eye and following the right people on there you'll you'll always be within the ballpark on what's happening won't you yeah exactly and and if you don't if you don't understand something, you can just reply and it's a friendly community anyway. Yeah. I just think there's, the, but there's the flip side to that is that there's nothing worse. Like the worst thing you could do, particularly at the moment as all of this is going, going on and continuing to evolve is just not bothering to look at stuff like that. And it's, it's so easy to get left behind, isn't it? So easy. A hundred percent. You know, when when you're in the day to day and you know you're working in an account, it's, it is easy to get tunnel visioned um, and kind of go down various rabbit holes. So yeah. I think having that time allocated, yeah. even if it's you know biweekly, is is, yeah. is 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 key. Absolutely. Or just come and work with us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be easier. <laughs> All right, Vince. Thank you. That was uh, a brilliant debut on the podcast. Cheers, mate. 
thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed that episode please do come and subscribe join us for future episodes where we talk about the ins and outs of running paid media and driving improved conversion and revenue